Hey there, Caitlin here, the creator and voice of Mapping Through Life, the podcast that delivers weekly wisdom from content creators around the world with author permission. Come here to catch a quick lesson in personal growth, entrepreneurship, mindful parenting, and so much more. These bite-sized lessons are transformative. Expect to feel rejuvenated after listening in to simple yet powerful stories of purpose, intention, and impact. The big goal here, inspire and equip you with the wisdom and the tools you need to become a peaceful and powerful entrepreneur parent. Learning, growing, sharing, that's what this life thing is all about. I am so excited to continue this journey with you. Now, let's navigate to our next lesson. I tend to get overly excited when I talk about anything related to habit building, which is why I was so excited to connect with Tammy Bennett. At the beginning of December, I attended a virtual meetup for podcasters hosted by the Podcast Collaborative. And on that call, I met Tammy. Tammy is the host of the Show Up Society podcast, and she believes we can accomplish big things by taking tiny actions every single day. I 100% agree with that belief. Since we are at the start of a brand new year, I couldn't think of a better time to share this lesson with you. In this episode, you'll learn 10 tips that will help you set up your environment, develop the mindset, and name a few tools available to help you implement a new habit. These tips will help you get started on the right path and improve your success rate for long-term habit development. Tammy, thank you so much for your permission to feature these helpful tips for keeping a tiny daily habit. Are you ready? Let's dive into Tammy's lesson. Number one, the biggest key to keeping a tiny daily habit is planning and preparation. You want to absolutely limit how much decision making you're going to have to do. We're going to talk about some ways to plan and prep ahead of time. Many years ago, I decided that on January 1st, I was going to start meditating every single day for the entire year. And we happened to be staying in a hotel room that night. I wanted to meditate in the morning before my crazy kids and husband woke up because I thought that would be the only time of peace for me. So I set my alarm to wake up early and I went into the bathroom and I realized, wait, I don't have my headphones. They're going to hear this and they're going to wake up and anybody who has sleeping children knows you do not want to wake them up. So I had to creep back into the hotel room. I had to search through my bag, dig and dig and dig. I finally found my headphones. I went back into the bathroom and I realized I hadn't downloaded any kind of meditation app. I had no idea what I was even going to do. I didn't even know where you could find meditation music. I really had no idea. So I had to spend a few minutes searching for that. And then I heard knock, knock, knock on the door. Mom, are you in there? And I didn't meditate that morning. I did meditate that evening and I got it together. But it just reminded me how hard it is to keep on a habit if you don't have everything laid out and ready to go. So now when I have a habit that I want to do in the morning, I lay everything out ahead of time. 
I would make sure that I had the app. I would make sure that I even knew what kind of meditation I was going to use. I would have my headphones ready, make sure my phone is charged. Everything was ready to go. If I had to spend time every single day at that moment of weakness, choosing which one I was going to listen to, it may be very hard. But if I could choose the night before, it made it so much easier. Again, the more thinking that you have to do at the time of doing the habit, the less likely you're going to do it. So if your new daily habit is going to be to drink a glass of water every day before you get out of bed, guess what you have to have next to the bed? You have to have a glass of water. Because chances are, if you get out of bed and have to go into the kitchen and get a clean glass of water and fill it up, that you might not do it. The point here is to make it as easy as possible on yourself. Number two, at the beginning of a habit, it can be hard to remember to do because it's so new and it's so foreign to you. So there are a few ways that you can help remind yourself. One is with a reminder from a post-it note or a text from an accountability partner. Or you can set a reminder in your phone to tell you to do it. The other way is with triggers. That's an event or an action that you're already doing that kicks off another action. So if there's something that you already do every single day, like brush your teeth or make a cup of coffee right when you go into the kitchen, then tack your new habit onto the habit that you're already doing. So think of something that you already do every single day without thinking about it. And now you're going to tack on your new habit to that. Okay, now that you have prepared ahead of time and you have your reminders and your triggers all set, I want you to remember that you're only going to think about today. The most important day of any daily habit is today. So you're not going to think about oh, I have to do this 66 times or I have to do this for a whole year. No, you just have to do it today. And then guess what? You wake up tomorrow and you just have to do that habit today. I have a lot of family members and friends who have been through Alcoholics Anonymous and one of their mottos is one day at a time. You just make it through today or you just make it through this hour, or you just make it through this minute. But it's the same thing. If you think about having to do this habit for the rest of your life or for the rest of the year, it'll just feel insurmountable. But if you just think, I can do this today, it's going to help you so much. Number three, pick out a mantra. There are going to be some times during this daily habit keeping where it feels hard. It feels impossible. That is natural. That is normal. Don't beat yourself up about it. It's going to happen. And I'm telling you right now that if you're ready for it and you don't judge yourself for it, then you're going to be equipped with the tools that you need to overcome that resistance. And having a mantra can help. So when you're feeling weak and thinking of not doing the habit today, maybe have a mantra in mind. Some of the ones that my former students have used are one day at a time or tiny steps make great 
gains or let's go. Whatever it is, when you're feeling that moment of weakness, just repeat that mantra for yourself. Give yourself a little pep talk and maybe it will give you that little bit of motivation you need to get it done. Number four, accountability. This can be accountability to yourself or accountability to others. So maybe you want to find a buddy to text or email, maybe a neighbor, or let people know you're doing this habit by posting it on Instagram or Facebook. I think you'll be amazed at how many people check in on you. And it's really cool to feel that support from other people. When picking an accountability partner, try to pick somebody that's a little bit of a stickler. Someone that won't easily let you off the hook. Number five, tracking. This is one of my favorite ones. You will get better at the things that you track, whether it be calories or food that you ate or finances. Not only does it help you see how many days you've done it or what your status is at that moment, But it's really cool to look back and see the ebbs and flows and the progression and the progress that you have made. It's really cool to see in a sketchbook, for instance. So when I created art every single day for a year on the computer, I went back to the files that I was doing in January and compared them to the files that I was creating in December. And it was a marked difference. And it was so fun to see. Now, granted, there are still some ugly days in December, but the general curve was leading towards better art. When I coach runners, I have them write in a running log so that they can see their improvements. So how fast did they run a mile in March compared to how fast they can run a mile in June? It is really cool to see. And it's also cool to look back and say, oh, I did really well when I slept a lot the night before. And then I had a race in the afternoon, as opposed to staying up late and having a race in the morning. You can look back for all these hints and clues of what helps you to have better results. So track, track, track. In my classes, I hand out a paper tracker where you just mark an X or color in the box every time you've done the habit. And that's really cool to see all the boxes adding up. And it makes it so that you don't want to break the streak. You don't want to break the chain. And you don't want to have that empty box for the day of not doing your habit. There are also a lot of apps now on our phones that can help with this. Number six, remember, it's not always easy and not always fun. One time I did an Instagram post and it was like 1158 at night and I posted that I had forgotten to do my habit until then. I had put it off. And I was doing it. And I said something about like, oh, sometimes I hate having this habit. And I had a woman comment to me and she was so upset. I would be so negative that I would tell people that habits are hard and that I hated doing it. And then it and that it was a disservice to my readers and it would make them discouraged. And I have to tell you, I feel the exact opposite I feel like if you know what you're going to get into and if you know that it is absolutely normal to not love doing the habit every single day, then it's going to help you prepare. It's going to help you prepare on how to overcome those feelings. It's also going to help you feel more freaking normal, 
Like, holy crap, this habit sucks today. But guess what? I'm doing it anyway. How empowering is that? How empowering is that to know that something is hard, but you're doing it anyway? I'm going to continue to preach it from the rooftops that habits is really hard. Doing those habits are really hard and super rewarding. So knowing now that it's not going to be easy every day, what is the plan? How are you going to plan for those hard days? You can use your mantra, reach out to a friend or your accountability partner. It may also be helpful to really think about your goal. How do you want to feel at the champagne party at the end of the year when you've done this habit? Think about the why. Why did you choose this goal? Why are you doing this? Think about how don't you want to feel? Do you want to run into that friend of yours in two weeks and have her ask, how is that habit going? And you'd be like, uh, yeah, I kind of stopped doing it. That's not going to feel good. Maybe you can reach out to someone else that you know that's doing a habit and encourage them. Because sometimes helping someone else gives you the strength that you need to help yourself. Maybe put on your power song. You know, we all have a power song, don't you? That song that you put on and it just makes you want to move and get stuff done. Put it on, dance it out, sing around, and then go do your freaking habit. It's really helpful to remember that our mind resists the very most the thing that will help it grow. So take this resistance as a sign that you are growing and that you are on the right track. You're about to bloom. You can totally do this. Number seven, speaking of when the going gets tough, what are the excuses that you typically go to? You know that there's some that you always end up saying. I used to love saying, oh, I really can't run a business when I have kids at home. They're so distracting. And I totally said that from a place of love. They are distracting. I love hanging out with them. I love having conversations with them and laughing and making dance moves. But that is not an excuse. That is not why I couldn't have a business. So take a moment here to think about what excuses you will likely come up with. Because if you know them ahead of time, you can combat them. So you're saying to me that you don't have time. I bet you have time to get on Facebook and Instagram. So maybe instead of doing that, first off, why don't you do your habit? The point here is to figure out what those excuses are likely to be and be prepared to fight them. Number eight, embrace the ugly. This is so huge for so many of you. Do not let the fear of imperfection get the best of you. An ugly day is better than a blank day. When I was doing a daily draw in my sketchbook, there were literally a couple days where I was absolutely just sick as a dog and I couldn't function. There were a couple days when I had a migraine and there was one day I literally drew three rectangles on the page and that was all I could do. But I got to finish that year saying I never missed a day of drawing in my sketchbook. And you think I'm ever going to show anybody a picture of those three rectangles? Probably not. 
It's boring. It's ugly. It's imperfect. But I did the habit and I didn't have a blank day. If you're a human like me, you're going to be beating yourself up saying, well, that sucked. But guess what? You tried, you went for it, you showed up. So don't judge yourself on the quality of it. Just keep showing up every day. Don't worry about the perfection. Embrace the ugly. Number nine, missing a day. Hopefully you haven't missed a day, but if you do, remember this. You're still amazing. You are a human. You are making progress. So if you miss a day, forgive yourself. Be kind to yourself. You're still making progress. And then take the power back. Don't let yourself miss the next day. Never ever let yourself miss twice in a row. Let go with a missed day and get right back on the horse and ride like the wind. Number 10, rewards. How will you reward yourself at the end of this habit? Remember, every day that you did the habit was a victory in itself. Even if you did nothing else that day except sit on the couch and eat potato chips and chocolate, you still accomplished something that you set out to do if you did your tiny daily habit that day. I've set a couple tiny daily habits for myself, and I would reward myself if I did it every day of the month. I would get to go get a mani-pedi or buy a new shirt. And actually, I never cashed in on those rewards because it just didn't mean as much to me. But I know a lot of friends and a lot of people who do this habit thing, and they love getting that reward at the end. So I wanted to put that out there in case you're one of the reward people. Enjoy every second of that reward that you get. To recap really quick, prepare ahead of time, set a reminder, find a trigger, and remember, today is the most important day of your habit, and you can only do it today. Create your mantra, find an accountability partner, even if that's yourself, track your habit, and remember, it's not going to be easy every day. Find those excuses and be ready to deny them. Embrace the ugly or the imperfect day and then set a reward for yourself and enjoy it. Thank you for listening to episode 10, 10 tips for keeping a tiny daily habit, which was originally episode number 21 of the Show Up Society podcast hosted by Tammy Bennett. In this episode, you learned about 10 tips that can help you implement a long-term daily habit. Now it's time for you to decide, what will your habit be? Are you going to drink a glass of water first thing when you wake up or go for a walk every day? Whatever it is, make sure you keep these 10 tips in mind to set yourself up for success. And if you want to learn more about habit building, I highly suggest you check out the Show Up Society podcast. Host of the show, Tammy, is an artist, coach, habit keeper, and idea machine. On her podcast, she talks about creativity, mindset, running, and habit keeping, just to name a few. You can find links to Tammy's coaching program, podcast, and all other mentioned resources in this episode's show notes, which can be found at mappingthroughlife.com forward slash zero one zero. 
If you've already listened to episode nine, three things worth implementing in 2021, then you may already know about this, but I am so, so excited to bring you my newest program. It's called Eight Weeks of Action. Eight Weeks of Action provides one-on-one support and accountability to help you achieve one big goal in eight weeks. So if you've been wanting to build a website, write a book, or another awesome thing that you've been dreaming about, now is the time. You'll get eight one-on-one video calls, morning and nighttime meditations, access to a habit-sharing app for us to track your daily action, and downloadable planning sheets. Enrollment for eight weeks of action is only open until January 24th. To find out all of the details or to sign up right now, which may be wise because space is limited, you can head to mappingthroughlife.com slash action to get started. Thank you so much for being here today. I deeply appreciate you. I look forward to serving you this year and for many years to come. As always, my name is Caitlin. I am the creator of Mapping Through Life, and I am on a mission to create positive change in the lives of 1 million people through the power of presence. Until our next lesson, allow your courage and your kindness to guide you.